At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. Welcome to Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome, Zero viewers on Channel 719. Welcome to those who are listening on the iHeartRadio Network and all of our podcasts out. This is Wager Talk, your sports gentle for betters. I'm Teddy Covers at Teddy Twitter. Joined by my co-host, Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV. And we have a loaded hour today. We're going to talk playoff baseball. We're going to talk college football. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk line movers. We're going to talk how to best maximize your return on investment. But let's start right here with BBBBBB. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. The hot topics from last night and yesterday. Hey, game one, the NL wildcard game filled with drama. The AL wildcard game no drama at all. Rays get the money. And I guess there was some drama with the total because uh, the first five went over, but the game stayed under. Both bullpens locked down the opposing lineups over the back half of this ballgame. Rays and under both right sides last night, despite that initial scoring flurry from Tampa Bay. Yeah, absolutely. Again, no drama. Tampa Bay, the team prepared to play well. And uh, I think Oakland now, their last eight or nine uh, games that decide a series, be it game seven or a one-game playoff, they've lost those. So some tough luck for the A's who played well the entire season, but one loss ended their season this year. Sure. And again, we talked about it on yesterday's show, saying this game feels like a pick em type game. Anytime we're getting a plus price return uh, on a pick em type ball game, I'm interested in the underdog. Uh, so uh, Tampa last night, good. For me, <laughs> at least in that regard. So uh, we now we have to talk about this before we break down tonight's uh, MLB playoff games. And obviously one is going to uh, get the first pitch in less than two hours. We'll get to that right here at the top. 
But first, we're seeing something now that I don't know that I've ever seen before. I've been in Vegas since 1998. Ralph, you've been doing this longer than me. Have you ever seen one person, one individual better, affect an entire betting marketplace the way that Mattress Mac has done with the Astros futures and every book across the country is dealing with the repercussions of a guy who is going to give away a bunch of free matches of the Astros win the World Series. He wants to head those, hedge those bets, and he wants Vegas and Jersey and Pennsylvania casinos to pay for it if he loses with the Astros winning the World Series uh, and has to give away all those free mattresses. One guy's busted up the market here and is absolutely affecting nationwide, worldwide, what the betting market odds on the Houston Astros are moving forward. Well, the interesting thing is, you know, we always talk about Vegas as the premier sports betting, yet the $3.5 million bet was made at a casino in Mississippi. It was it was more than the entire gross bets in Mississippi for the previous three months. He's betting $3.5 million. He was plus 220, I believe, is the odds he's gotten, so... Uh, You know, there were a lot of places he tried to make the bet. It certainly is interesting that the place that decided to take it was a Mississippi sports book. Sure. Uh, Well, again, I mean, it's a a chain that that, that took it, obviously. But the fact that the New Jersey players are taking the biggest bets as opposed to the Vegas players, definitely something worth noting uh, in this instance. Let's talk about the two games. Uh, And again, we don't have a ton of time here at the top, but I certainly want uh, to at least go through them relatively quickly. Atlanta Braves, minus 140, total of nine against the St. Louis Cardinals. And this total has been shooting through the roof. Opened eight, bet up eight and a half, bet up to nine, bet up to nine minus 20, like it is in most spots. Some books are already at nine and a half. Nobody trusts Keuchel. Nobody trusts Mikolas uh, for St. Louis. A little bit of a surprise starter for the Cardinals in game one of this series in Atlanta. Yeah, you know, the Cardinals during the season had even talked about wanting to switch the schedule for Mikolas to pitch at home versus on the road. He has one of the cleanest home road dichotomies at home this year, a 3.01 ERA, a 1.05 whip away from home, a 5.40 ERA and a 1.42 whip. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a situation now. This is very different for these game ones in compared to the games we've seen the last two days. The last two days were win or go home. So you don't see bullpens, you know, this, uh, used the same way. It's whatever our second best pitcher is, is coming in after our best pitcher was the starter. Uh, and that's very normal for a one and done situation. This is not a one and done situation. This is a series for St. Louis. And everything they're doing now is, all right, let's set this up here for what we're going to do later on down the road. Then we get Mikolas back for game four. Uh, It seems to me like that's the way they've approached this. Keuchel was not good down the stretch. Keuchel is not a starter I trust to lay a price with in the postseason, especially considering the way that St. Louis was hitting the baseball the back week of the season. They were hitting the ball pretty well. A hot lineup, although this layoff may well affect that. You can understand why the money's coming in on the over. Let's talk Dodgers and Nationals. L.A., they keep getting the World Series, but they keep being unable to win the World Series. They got to win eight games just to get there, including four here against the Nats. L.A. minus 170 with Walker Bueller on the hill. Total of seven against the Dodgers team that has not hit lefties like Patrick Corbin particularly well 
this season. Certainly not how uh, compared to how they've ranked righties all year long. Yeah, Dodgers 59 and 22 at home. At home against uh, lefties this year, only 15 and 11. And with an average line of minus 192, that obviously on the negative side. Uh, Walker Bueller instead of Kershaw, you know, obviously they decided uh, Bueller gives them the best chance here. I mean, Bueller did not have a great September, not by any stretch of the imagination. He was mediocre at best uh, down the stretch uh, of the regular season. Dodgers hoping he can turn it on tonight. And frankly, uh, I look at this Dodgers team as being bet on. I love all the quotes I read out of that locker room. Dave Roberts talking about how he spent the last three weeks getting this team ready for this series and you know, making sure that his guys get the work that they need. I think the Dodgers are ready to take care of it. It's not a cheap price to lay, but in the postseason, especially with a total of seven, I'm not getting involved with the run line here. If I'm playing the Dodgers, I'm going to lay the juice and let the chips fall where they may. When we come back here on Wager Talk, line movers, tons of big time line moves. Don't miss it. Stay tuned. Wager Talk. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome back to Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. Let's talk line movers. Where the money is going. Why 
going in that direction. Do we want to make our bets right now? Do we want to wait till closer to the first pitch or closer to kickoff? This is a segment for you to find out. At least find out what Ralph and I think about it, which is the best that we can do. Ralph, let's start in MLB. The game starts in less than two hours. The Braves and the Cardinals. And it's nothing but Atlanta money, nothing but over money. The markets clearly don't like Mikolas. We previewed the game a little bit earlier in the show. Let's talk about this line move because certainly for the total standpoint, it's significant. Eight at the opener, up to nine minus 29 and a half in some spots. And Atlanta from the minus 130 range, now it's more like minus 140, minus 145. Teichel wasn't good down the stretch. Nicholas, you talked about the home road dichotomy. I can see the over money. I'm not so sure I see the Braves money, although you've got a trend that says teams like Atlanta might be good bets on a day like today. Well, again, we mentioned it yesterday, and let's remember, you're never going to base a play just on a trend. But since 2016, MLB playoff game home favorites in game number one are 18 and five. That lost in each of the wild card games, which was included in that record. So, again, game one's a big advantage to have at home. And, you know, for those that want to bet the over, I mean, if you want to lay the nine and lay the lay the extra juice right now, you better do it. I think by game time, it looks like it's going to be nine and a half across the board. Let's talk college of football tonight. And the Sun Belt is the fun belt. South Alabama and under attracting bets this evening. This total has been bet way down. Uh, and South Alabama, all of a sudden, they were, what, plus 12, plus 13. They're down to plus 10. Even nine and a half are popping up. What's your take on this Sun Belt game on TV tonight? You know, we're going to break this down more in our in our big game breakdowns, but I think that the line is moving in the right direction. If you want South Alabama, grab them now. It's not it's not uh, very often you see a double digit dog getting getting the monies. But I think this is a clear play against Georgia Southern in what is a is a wrong line in my estimation. That's a strong opinion from Ralph Michaels. We'll hear more about that game. Of course, it goes tonight when we come to big game breakdowns. Let's talk about where the money's moving in college football. And we knew it was going to come. As soon as you saw the line open, Michigan minus five, minus four and a half, you knew that Iowa money was going to show. And it has showed, but it hasn't gotten to three or it got the three very quickly at a couple of books and then bet back to three and a half. Nonetheless, Hawkeyes, the clear choice among early week bettors as they travel to Ann Arbor in the big house, take on the Wolverine. Uh, you know, I, I think the line's going to continue to move. I think the line was just too high. So often in college football, it's a what have you done for me lately with Michigan's win against Rutgers. That inflated the opening number by, you know, a point, a point and a half. So it's coming back down. I think it's going to stabilize where it's at right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it drops to three by kickoff. You can count on Iowa being a popular team on the parlay cards and the like this week. And when you see a popular dog in college football, those are dogs that I tend to try to avoid. Can Utah State hang at LSU? It's a weird scheduling spot for LSU. They've got Florida on deck next week. And yet the markets are saying, don't worry about the look ahead. LSU is going to kill this team. (laughs) The markets think Utah State likely to be outclassed at Joe Burrow and his race for the Heisman. Well, that's something that he might have some success doing against that Aggies defense. You know, and I think LSU is the right kind of team. We've seen 
even when they're up, they continue to throw. The number now is where my power ratings were. So, you know, uh, if it closes right at 28, that doesn't surprise me. You know, we also saw a little move on the total today going to the over. That total now up, you know, to 73, 73 and a half at some spots. Yeah, and of course, you can make a pl- an ample case for the over here. One would think that LSU, if they're throwing the football around, will have success against Utah State's defense. And Jordan Love, we've seen him go on the road and have success against Power 5 schools before already this year uh, at Wake Forest. You can see why the over money is coming there if LSU is interested for four quarters and if Utah State is able to move the football against this caliber of defense. The only way I play that game total-wise is over. It does have the feeling of a shootout. Penn State, are they primed for another blowout? The markets seem to think so. Nothing but Nittany Lions money this week. And, of course, they did pretty well last week at taking Maryland to the woodshed. Well, this is just a simple case of one team being devastated on injuries. I think you can you can pretty comfortably say that Purdue's top four players very well may be out on offense. There's no question their top two players are Rondell Moore and, and quarterback Sindelar, both not playing, and their top two defenders they may very well likely be out. Uh, Purdue's just overmatched in this game. Yeah, and Purdue was overmatched last week at home against Minnesota. Don't be fooled by that final score. The Boilermakers were legitimately outclassed in that ballgame defensively against the Golden Gophers, and that a concern for me uh, as they take on a Penn State team that has the capacity to blow teams out and ugly fashion. Purdue very, very young uh, as well with, uh, with all the injuries they have. There were like 30 freshmen and redshirt freshmen uh, that are getting action for Purdue right now. That's not a good sign against Penn State. Rutgers money's coming in. We talked about how nobody trusts Penn State destroyed Maryland last week. Well, the market's saying don't trust Maryland to cover two touchdowns on the road against a Rutgers team that just fired their head coach. Of course, Rutgers going with Sitowski at QB this week instead of McLean Carter. Carter is hurt. Sitowski has been dicey at best, and yet Rutgers taking the money. The markets don't trust Maryland. You know, bad teams shouldn't be be favored by double digits. We're going to talk about that with Georgia Southern later today. We talked about it almost in the same situation with Akron last week, going to UMass, being a seven-point favorite, getting bet up to nine and a half. And, and, you know, you look back at Maryland, and yeah, they put up 63 points against Syracuse. That was just in a circle-the-wagon spot. This is the same team that only had 128 yards. Yeah, Penn State is not Rutgers, but I am never going to lay double digits with a team that isn't an upper echelon team or at least an upper half of the conference team. I cashed a ticket laying double digit with Rutgers this season. Of course, that was week one, which was a long, long time ago. For the Scarlet Knights, their quality of opposition a little bit lower in that game than what they'll be facing here against the Terps. One more in college football to talk about. Legit line mover here. The Stanford uh, quarterback injury is significant. Costello's not going to play this week. And that means the Washington Huskies have been taking money. Washington now two touchdown favorites at the farm in Palo Alto. Two minutes. Put this in perspective from one of the opening lines in the summer, there's many casinos that put out game of the year lines. This game was pick 'em. 
So we've seen a 14-point swing. You know, K.J. Costello is not worth 14 points, but you also have an Oregon team that's coming off losses against USC, UCF, and Oregon, and then finally righted the ship against Oregon State. Uh, Again, I think the line is just too high. People are overreacting to a Stanford team that is still coached by David Shaw. Yeah, uh, Stanford has been bet against from week one this year for me. That opinion hasn't changed their season, even though they were able to escape with the win in overtime uh, in Corvallis last week. That wasn't a buy sign on the Cardinal for me. Real quick, let's switch to the NFL, talk about a couple of line movers here. Uh, Both of them significant. The Ravens taking, uh, the Steelers taking money against the Ravens. Baltimore down to plus three and a half. And frankly, I'm not sure those three and a half are going to hold, Ralph. And also the Jets down to plus 13 and a half, even though it doesn't look like Sam Darnold's going to play. The market's not high on Philly laying two touchdowns against a team coming off a bye. Yeah, again, if you could find a four, if you're a Jets fan and you could find a 14, grab it. If you're a Steelers backer and you can find a three and a half, grab it. Most of them are gone already, and and they may even go further than that. Yeah, exactly. I would not be surprised at all if we see some more Jets money here. Winless teams off a bye haven't been great, ATS, Ralph, but they have been profitable in that role uh, in recent seasons, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to see the Jets be a popular wise guy choice on Sunday. Wager Talk continues after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. 
Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Go to pointspread.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Seahawks minus one and a half, if they beat the Rams by five points, you'll receive five times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. It's big game breakdown time, and that means we're going to go through the biggest games in the college football ranks and the NFL. We'll start here looking at college for tonight. We touched on the in-games earlier, uh, Ralph. Let's get into them a little deeper right now. Georgia Southern, minus 10, total 45.5 against South Alabama. And these are two teams that have both been stepping up in class. What happens when they step down in class? And Georgia Southern deserve to be double-digit chalk on the road. And this total of 45.5, that's been get betting down all week. Boy, that seems low to me, given the state of these two defenses that aren't very good. Yeah, well, again, you have two offenses that are, are struggling as well. But to me, you break down Georgia Southern, they're one and three on the year. They played a much more difficult schedule than South Alabama, you know, LSU, Minnesota, and ULL. But in those games, they've been outgained by 270 yards per game. In their one game as a favorite against Maine, they only had a 99 yard edge and they were plus one turnover, winning that game by eight. Uh, yes, they're the better team, but now they're going on the road uh, against the South Alabama team that, uh, again, isn't good, is rebuilding, is going through some issues. But I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. And we have a team that hasn't beaten an FCS team. I, I can't lay double digits with him, and it actually has me leaning with South Alabama. Yeah, I lean over in, in this one. I just think this total is a little bit too low given the series history between these two squads and given the success that Georgia Southern has had offensively against South Alabama in recent years. So lean over for me at this low total. Another game tonight, Temple, minus 11.5, a total of 48 on the road at East Carolina. And East Carolina, a team, they have not stepped up in class well, uh, to put it mildly, so far this season. But you worry about the spot for Temple They're coming off a really big win against their ex-head coach who quit on them and the team last uh, uh, offseason. And Jeff Collins, who moved to the Georgia Tech uh, job. And on deck for Temple, a showdown in the AAC with Memphis. Are they interested enough and can they win by margin at an East Carolina squad that hasn't moved the football against the better defenses they face, but certainly a new era and a team that was probably power rated way too low coming into the season just because the end of the Scotty Montgomery era, it was almost like the end of Petrino era in Louisville where the team played two touchdowns worse than their actually talent, than their talent level actually was 
because they had quit on their coach and their season. Temple, minus 11 and a half, 48 against East Carolina. Well, you want to talk about playing a weak schedule. East Carolina, there's 150 teams in the FBS. They played the number 150th schedule. So 20 FC, FCS teams have played a more difficult schedule. They've also played two FCS foes. They're only wins. Uh, you know, uh, you see what they did at NC State. You see what they did against Navy. Uh I do think Temple, Temple will, number one, be able to run the ball. I think Temple will be able to, number two, pass the ball. But as you said, the situation certainly keeps me off the game because, number one, you're off Georgia Tech. Number two, you're off Memphis. And number three, last year, you beat this team 49-6. to So even though you can tell your kids, hey, we we lost our road game, our last road game at Buffalo, and we were embarrassed. These kids also know they destroyed this East Carolina team last year. Yeah, I, I, I lean dog there. I really do. I lean favorite in this one. Let's talk Oregon and Cal. Uh, Cal going to be going without uh, Chase Gabers, their uh, starting quarterback. Garbers, their starting quarterback. Uh, they're going to go with the uh, UCLA transfer. Uh, Modesto, was, he's not good. Uh, you know, you watched him last week, and he's not good. And the coaching staff didn't trust him. And when he threw his pick, you understand why the coaching staff didn't trust him uh, to throw the ball in the red zone. Can Oregon cover 18 and a total of 46 and a half for a Ducks game? We know what Cal wants to do. Cal wants to shorten the game, burn clock, and keep Oregon's offense off the field. They're going to be successful doing that? What's your take? Ducks against the Bears. Well, I would lean with the Ducks because I don't think Cal has enough offense to score. But I also, as you said, the total interests me. Because I do look for an over game. People might say Oregon was held to 21 points last week, but that game was at Stanford against David Shaw, who knows how to slow down that game. This Cal team allowed 525 yards at Mississippi. So to go to Oregon and expect that same performance wouldn't surprise me at all. I am looking to actually use this Oregon total as one of my top plays just because Oregon at home is going to score enough points, I think, where Cal, if Cal scores 10 points or more, I think this game goes over the total easily. Yeah, of course, last year, the Bears' single worst defensive showing of the season came against this Oregon offense. The only game they gave up 40 points uh, against. So uh, definitely a concern uh, for Wilcox and the Bears facing this potent uh, Oregon offense with Justin Herbert at QB. Uh, let's talk some of the marquee matchups. More of the Michigan. We talked about this a little bit at the top of the show. Minus three and a half, total of 47 and a half against Iowa. The markets seem to think in some sense that Michigan righted the ship last week with the win over Rutgers. And again, the Wolverines are three and one on the season. They did have the bad loss at Wisconsin, but that one feels magnified by the amount of attention everyone paid to it before, during, and since. The Wolverines too cheap here against the Hawkeyes, or is Kirk Ferentz going to knock off Harbaugh again? Wolverines were double-digit chalk in their only previous meeting against Iowa in the last three years. They lost that game in straight-up fashion, although that did come in Iowa City. Well, you know, again, 
looking at the beginning of the year, I had Michigan almost a nine-point favorite if you take my summer power ratings in this game. To me, Iowa's been one of the biggest surprises, only returning 10 starters. You did have an experienced quarterback in Nate Stanley, but you lost multiple tight ends to the NFL. Um, I, I like Iowa in the dog role. They play very well. They slow the pace down. They don't make mistakes. Nate Stanley has an 8-0 TD to interception ratio. And for those that don't follow Iowa very well, they probably have the best defensive player in this game, and Espineza, who is a game changer on the defensive line. So, uh, I, yeah, Michigan looked better. And the thing to take out of the Michigan game at Rutgers was the OC moved from the press box down to the sidelines. And a little change like that can make a big difference. Is that the reason the no huddle played as well as they did last week? Well, no. The main reason is because they played Rutgers. But was there an improvement? Absolutely. Will that improvement continue? That's what we have to see and learn from this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I went back the last three years. Iowa's played five teams, five quality foes away from home. Uh, 0-5 straight up, 0-5 against the spread uh, in those contests. Three of them were blowouts. Two of them they lost by a touchdown in games uh, where they were catching less than a TD like they are here. The question, of course, is whether Michigan is actually a good team or not. We'll find that out on Saturday. Auburn, minus three. It's down to minus two and a half at most spots right now. We have seen Florida money today. Total of 48 as the Tigers travel to the swamp. Well, you know, Teddy, you and I did a video on this yesterday. Uh, I think we're in agreement. The eye test, clearly Auburn's the better team. I think Auburn has the better defense. I think Auburn has the better offense. I've said this numerous times. If I could take one set of lines, both the O-line and D-line, and you had to take both from the same team, Auburn would be my choice. They have my number one set of lines, a top three D-line, a top 10 O-line. Bo Nix has won away from home against Oregon. Bo Nix has won at Texas A&M. He's been through tough settings. He's done enough. He's done enough to win. And I do have a, a system play here that says to fade Florida. When teams are a home dog this week, and last week they were a home favorite and they were plus three turnovers or more. So when you're plus three turnovers, it means you usually have a little easier game. You're getting balls in good field position. You're not struggling as much. Well, the home dogs the following week, 13 and 35 ATS since 2013. That's a 27.1% ATS record for the Florida Gators or a 62.9% play fading them and taking Auburn. Uh, so the Auburn, that's a game that you and I both have at least a little bit of interest in right about now. Let's do one more before the break and talk about Ohio State and Michigan State. The Buckeyes minus 20, total of 49. Two years ago when the Spartans went down to the horseshoe, they lost 48-3. to Last year, they gave Ohio State a battle, 9-6 to into the fourth quarter in East Lansing. But then that Sparty defense wore down when the offense couldn't move the football. Final 26-6, Ohio State 17 on answer to close out that game. Now, coming off that big blowout, do we expect more of that from the Buckeyes? Can Michigan State's defense slow this juggernaut down and keep the game close? 
I have Ohio State up 10 points in my power ratings since the first of the season. That is number one in football along with S&M. I think this Buckeyes team has a legitimate chip on their shoulder. People thought once Urban Meyer left, they were not going to be as good. They are an elite team. To me, they're the number two team in the country, perhaps number one. Yeah, you can make a case for the Buckeyes as number one right now. If I'm taking Spartans, it'll be Spartans only in the first half, plus the points I don't trust them to hang for 60 minutes. Wager Talk continues. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Be sure to follow Ralph. Michaels on Twitter at CalSportsLV. You can follow me on Twitter at Teddy underscores covers. Follow the SportsGrid network on Twitter at SportsGrid. And be sure to download the SportsGrid app where you can get all of the quality content on this network available on demand. You can watch our show whenever you feel like it. Get that SportsGrid app today. All right. We just did... A deep dive segment into college football. Broke down a bunch of games. Let's do the same thing for the NFL. And we'll start with Thursday night football tonight. The long-term trend says home team on Thursday night football. The short-term trend says road teams on Thursday night football. Eagles won last week. You can take two out of the last three on Thursday night football. Not much of a sample size, of course. Seahawks and the Rams, and it's a fascinating game, Ralph. It really is. Because when you grade out these two teams on paper, 
The Rams are the better team. They really are. But when you look at golf home road dichotomy and when you look at the spot here for Seattle, who has this game triple circled, they were swept by the Rams last year. They lost at home in blowout fashion by the Rams the year before. The Seahawks want to get back to the top of this division. They know who they have to go through. This is a game that Seattle has circled. The market's reflecting that with a fair bit of Seahawks money coming uh, over the course of the week. Seattle minus one and a half, 49 against the L.A. Rams. Well, Russell Wilson's played well under the lights. He's 10-2 and two straight up, 10-3-1 against the spread in primetime games at home. And you spoke about the home road dichotomy of Jared Goff. Last year and this year combined, at home, a 25-6 touchdown-to-interception ratio on the road, 13-12. and 12. Very mediocre. Um, I actually disagree with you, Teddy. I actually lean Seattle, but the Rams being off the loss keeps me off of this game. Your final word on this game between Seattle and the Rams. Well, you're not, I mean, you're not disagreeing with me. I, I think the Rams are the better team, but the spot is too strong uh, to go against Seattle here. So it's not a game that I have bet, and it's not a game I'm planning to bet. At plus three, I'd be interested in either side, but we're not going to see that before kickoff. There's very few teams in the NFL that have had an offense that struggles like the Patriots did last week. And uh, the Patriots in the last six years have only not reached 12 first downs in two games. Last week was one of those games. Now they're laying 15 and a half, a total of 43 and a half against the injury depleted Washington Redskins. Your take on the Patriots and the Redskins. So two weeks in a row, we've seen a complete no show from Washington. I mean, a complete no show. They're at home for Monday night football. And, you know, you, you, you blink, you go outside and have a cigarette uh, and it's 28, nothing. <laughs> no show at home. Monday night football. I say, all right, well, the next week, they're going, they got a divisional foe. They're going to get out of town. This is the game that the Redskins are going to show. Original foe with a bad defense in the Giants. And what happens? It's more of the same. Just a complete no-show. The markets have crashed on Washington. I don't blame the markets for crashing on Washington. And from an injury standpoint, the Redskins are a disaster right now. Their offensive line's a mess. Their best wide receivers hurt. Uh, we don't know what quarterback's going to play. Maybe Colt McCoy this week. You know, there's three guys that are splitting snaps right now. Uh, so I know I don't want the home dog. All that being said, lots of sneaky injuries for New England that we have to be aware of. Okay. Left tackle win gets hurt. Ouch. The blocking fullback, Devlin, gets hurt. Ouch. Not impact, not injuries that are going to affect the point spread necessarily, but injuries that are going to affect the offense most assuredly. All right. Well, then you have Antonio Brown. Now you don't. All right. Brady missing time in practice for rest. He says, I'm 42 years old. I'm no spring chicken. I'm going to do the best I can. But this Patriots team, they did not move the football at all last week in Buffalo. I mean, not at all. And I worry about that offense moving forward. I've been knocking, keep on knocking a half point off New England, another half point, another half point. My Patriots power rating is on the way down, not on the way up. And you say, oh, it should be so easy. Just lay with New England. They'll kill them. They might. But the Patriots have some fundamental flaws right now that the markets may not be fully appreciating. And Goskowski going on IR is another little one that absolutely affects the New England's game plan. Goskowski's money. Not this year he hasn't been. And now the Patriots have got to find themselves a kicker. 
jumping back one game as I went out of order, but you know the Vikings two and zero at home, zero and two on the road. We we've seen Brown Fever catch in New York City with the Giants, but. You know, he's now facing a very good defense for the first time after having played at Tampa Bay against the Washington Redskins. Can the Vikings win a road game or the do the New York Giants pull an upset as a home dog? Current line five and a half, a total of 45. You know, this is not an easy one for me, Rob. My gut reaction was to go with Minnesota Uh, at the open. uh, The Vikings were four and a half. And I'm like, they're supposed to kill this team. And, uh, you know, the two games where we've seen the Vikings struggle came against two good defenses that could stop the run, you know, in Chicago and Green Bay. In both those games, the Vikings offense had all kinds of problems. And last week, certainly against that Bears defense, we'll talk about Chicago in a few minutes, but uh, I'm not surprised at all. (laughs) The Bears defense is a different animal compared to just about any defense in the NFL right now. The Giants defense is not. And the Giants defense coming off a good game against the Redskins, I'm not convinced they can do it two weeks in a row. But the problem comes... Can you really lay points with Minnesota on the road? You know, I don't think this is a big game for Daniel Jones. I'm convinced this is a game where the Giants will miss Saquon Barkley. And I know I don't want the Giants. It's Minnesota or pass. But you talked about that home road dichotomy for Cousins. And that's not unique to this season. It was every bit the dichotomy last year where uh, not that Minnesota played great at home, but they played noticeably worse on the road. We've seen the defense have their share of problems on the road. Hasn't been as good. And You know, if Cook doesn't move the football on the ground consistently, Minnesota ain't winning by margin. So this might be one of those. I I still lean Vikings, uh, but I haven't got the betting window with it. I'm not convinced that I will. This might be one of those games I'm going to watch that first drive, see if I get a live bet down real early. If Minnesota is able to move the football or not on the ground, that very first drive against the Giants, I think that matters a lot. Here's a game that at the beginning of the year, this line was closer to seven with the New Orleans Saints hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've seen new life for Tampa Bay. We've seen Bruce Arians perhaps turn Jameis Winston into a very manageable quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, win at Seattle, impressive. Win against Dallas, impressive. Has yet to face any adversity. Last NFL season started with Fitzpatrick coming in here, grabbing a win. Can Tampa Bay knock off the Saints at home in back-to-back years? The Saints, a three-and-a-half-point favorite, a total of 47. Boy, the markets really like Tampa Bay this week. There's been a lot uh, of Bucks money. And the win at L.A. last week had as much to do with the Rams being flat as a pancake as it had anything to do with Tampa looking good. That being said, Tampa did look good. And, you know, they're one missed game winning field goal away from being on a three-game winning streak right now. You talked about Arians. The guy to talk about with Tampa is Bowles, man. Bowles is, I mean, when you look at that Bucks defense, I know they had their share of problems last week in L.A., but they were playing with the lead. They played prevent. They were like, we'll give you yards. We're just not going to give you points. And they're giving up points in bunches anyway. But that defense, notably better, significantly better than it has been in recent seasons. That's why Tampa Bay is better this year. Not the offense. You know, not the offense is bad, but but Jameis is still capable of throwing bad picks in any game that he plays. But defensively, we've seen a lot more fight from the Buccaneers, both at the line of scrimmage and in the secondary, uh, than we saw at any point uh, last year. The Saints, it's it's an interesting spot. Because they are they're coming off two huge wins. The win at Seattle, and then, of course, uh, last week on Sunday Night Football, they were able to win and cover, despite the fact they never got in the end zone in that game. 
But you're right about the fact that Bridgewater hasn't faced any adversity so far this season. In the last two games, Tampa's been up 18 against the Giants and 21 against the uh, Rams. If Bridgewater has to pass the Saints from behind, New Orleans is in trouble, and all those people that have uh, Tampa Bay tickets in their pocket who bet the Bucks to send this line down are going to enjoy that wager. But if the Saints are playing from uh, you know from ahead uh, or in a competitive game, you know th- their defense has been very impressive in recent weeks, and I do worry at least a little bit about Tampa's ability to score. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see the Bucks hang tough in this one, maybe pull off the outright upset. Well, when we talk about the Houston Texans, we have to talk about an O-line that has allowed 18 sacks this year, including six last week to Carolina, six against New Orleans when they went to when they went to play the Saints on the road. Now on the flip side, I've heard a lot of people talk about hot Atlanta, but you know, some people have used the term hot mess. One in three has lost a turnover battle in three or four games. But how about if I tell you this, Teddy? Atlanta, one of the few teams in the NFL that has won the yardage battle in all four games. They outgained Minnesota, they outgained Philly, they outgained Indianapolis, and they outgained Tennessee. Your take on the Houston Texans and the Hot Atlanta Falcons, Houston minus 549. The NFL yardage stats that I'm interested in are yards per play. And I think you'll get yourself in a ton of trouble if you're trying to look at aggregate stats. And that's what you mostly see on the major networks. You'll see, oh, they're ranked number two in the passing because they have a ton of passing yards. Yeah, it's yards per pass attempt that I'm interested and yards per pass attempt allowed defensively. Same thing with rushing. Rushing yards per attempt, in my mind, is the much more important stat compared to the aggregate numbers overall. And Atlanta keeps outgaining their opponents and losing because they keep turning the ball over and because their red zone offense stinks. And last week, I bought into the hype. Everyone in that locker room was like, we're going to clean up these mistakes. We're going to score touchdowns. We're going to win this game going away. And they got on the field against Tennessee, and it was like a bad it – like, it was like watching Andy Dalton on Monday night. It was like this bad retread movie that you've seen eight times before. You know, they got on the field, and it was – Hmm, let's say I get a stupid penalty on third down. Let's give a big third down conversion. And then let's Matt Ryan jiggle around with the football. Let's get it go. Ryan saying, wait, we can't turn the ball over this week. And then he's the one who's careless with the ball. And then they fell behind. And it was like ball game over. Lights out. At home. That's a sell sign. And the markets are selling on Atlanta. I don't blame them. It's a head coach and Dan Quinn who is clearly under fire. Of course, the problem on the other side is you got to lay points with Houston, who has not exactly been <laughs> a, a trustworthy favorite. But this is one defense that doesn't have the pass rush to eat up Deshaun Watson and that Falcon secondary vulnerable against Houston's playmakers at wide receiver. If I'm playing, I'm laying. I don't want any part of Atlanta this week. Teddy, one more. You got just over a minute. The L.A. Chargers laying six and a half, a total of 44 and a half. The winless Denver Broncos, can they rebound or is this season just going to go continue to uh, turn to the red for the Denver Broncos? Well, I mean, one thing the Broncos have done, they they haven't really been blown out. No, they've been in these games. They're just finding ways to lose them. And that's fine here if you're catching plus six and a half. I know this. Two factors to consider. One, after playing Miami, 
teams are over the season. <laughs> okay. Uh, you face a weak team and next thing you got to face a real team. And that step up has been a problem. And because you blow out Miami, you're a little bit overvalued. The quotes coming out of Denver are positive ones. I would not be surprised at all. Do the Broncos give the Chargers a 60-minute game here? If I'm playing this one, I'll be taking the points. I don't want this injury-riddled Charger squad in this matchup. When we come back here on Wager Talking, Ralph, you've been coming up with some of these great stats and angles. And I'm telling you, this is one when it comes to NFL money lines, betting the bigger dogs in the money line. You do not want to miss our final segment. Stay tuned right here. Wager Talk continues. And Ralph's about to bring the knowledge and make you some money this week. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome back for the home stretch of Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. And Ralph, we like to call this Wagering University Betting 101. Yesterday, you gave us a great tip about betting the short dogs in the NFL on the money line. Today, you want to talk about dogs that are a little bit bigger on the money line. Four, five, six, even seven-point dogs. What are we looking at when it comes to this long-term angle of maximizing profits betting NFL dogs in the money line? 
Well, the numbers I'm going to use, Teddy, go back to 2015. And the reason I use those is because that's when the extra point line got moved back and the scoring has changed the final of the score and the numbers that that the scores have landed on. So going back through that period of time, if you blindly bet every underdog from three and a half to a touchdown, there were about 470 games and the dog covered 51.4% of the time. Now, if you took those exact games, the straight up winner was the underdog 30.8% of the time. Let's round it up to 31% of time or just under a third of each game. So instead of laying a dollar 10, you would be getting let's say 170 at a four point dog plus 190 at a five plus 210 at plus plus six plus 250 at plus seven points. And I'm not saying to take every bet that you have, turn it into a money line bet and hope the team wins outright. But if you have a dog that you think has a legitimate shot to win the game, Why not split it half of your wager against the spread, half of your wager on the money line, compare those two at the end of the year and just see how much more profit you can eke out by betting those teams that you think have a legitimate chance to win on the money line with these very attractive numbers. Ralph Michaels breaking down the knowledge saying taking the NFL dogs on the money line even splitting your wages between the two can be an a profit-maximizing solution for the upcoming weekend. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to spend with Ralph and I. We appreciate it. We'll be back here again tomorrow, noon to one Pacific, three to four on the East Coast. And that's a show you don't want to miss. It's Football Friday. Ralph and I will be back in 23 hours. Be sure to tune in right here on the Sports Grid Network. Between now and then, lots of strong programming. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.